0: Welcome to the 128th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with Amanda Kyle Williams, recorded at Thriller Fest in New York City in July. Amanda is the author of the Key Street Crime Novels set in Atlanta, Georgia. Stay tuned for the interview. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Amanda Kyle Williams, the author of the thrillers The Stranger in the Room and The Stranger You Seek. We're recording this interview at Thriller Fest in New York City. Amanda, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Sure. It's great to be here.
0: Well, how would you describe your new novel, The Stranger in the Room?
1: Uh, well, it's the uh, second installment in the, in the Key Street um, Stranger uh, series, uh, the series is set uh, in the South, uh, mainly in, in Atlanta, where my um, American-Chinese uh, protagonist uh, grew up, uh, was adopted by a white Southern uh, family. So, you know, in the first book she mentions that she has the distinction of, of looking like what they still call a damn foreigner in most parts of Georgia and sounding like a hick everywhere else in the world. So, and next up in the series is Don't Talk to Strangers, uh, out also by Random House in February.
0: Great. Well, what was the inspiration for your um, character and protagonist, Key Street?
1: You know, my brother adopted uh, my niece Anna from China when she was an infant, and... I was up there one year for Thanksgiving. Uh, Anna was about five years old at the time, and she had uh, grown up in, in rural. She had really learned her English in rural North Georgia. Uh, and she opened her mouth and sounded like Ellie Mae Clampett. And uh, Key Street just leapt in my lap, But seriously, at, at that moment. Actually, on the way home, I, I was a little, I started thinking about um, what it would be like to grow up um, looking different, different mm-hmm. uh, in the South. And, um, I felt a little worried for her, to be honest. And, and that was how Key was born. You know, I grew up with some differences. I'm grew up white and privileged, uh, but I had a learning disability. I didn't learn to read until I was 23. Um, and, um, so I had that, I kind of got that, feeling of being a little outside the circle mm-hmm. and um, I think that helped me uh, develop Key with the with the inspiration from my southern Chinese niece <laughs> who's adorable and is 11 now and is not at all impressed that the series is dedicated to her. She could care less. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: Well I'm curious, I mean outside of your niece that you just mentioned, have you in the process of writing these, these two books in the series, have you actually interviewed any um, uh, Chinese-Americans who live in the South?
1: Um, no. Uh, in fact, I, I haven't. Um, you know, I have uh, some friends of, that have alternate ethnicities. Right. Um, but no, I actually haven't uh, seriously done any, uh, any interviews.
0: Sure, sure. Well, well, I'm curious, I mean, how much research, because you're writing crime and yeah. um, novels, how much research do you do um, for your novels? Tons. Gonna, um, tons. <laughs> and,
1: you know, first of all, I don't want to write a technical uh, manual, obviously, sure. so um, I end up using about maybe 10% of the research I do, but, you know, I think the value of research. Uh, is um, in not only being able to pepper your your stories with uh, something that's realistic, but um, it really gives you the confidence to write about a a subject. So, um, you know, when I decided to make the move to crime fiction Uh, and I took uh, courses in criminal profiling and in practical homicide investigation before that I was a private detective in Atlanta and a process server um, which so my my Character now is doing a lot of the jobs that I did back in the day, um, except people weren't slinging guns around when I did it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. well, well, Thank goodness. I,
0: I mean, you just mentioned it, but according to the bio on your website, you you had a variety of jobs. Many you... many jobs. <laughs> many jobs. It's an
1: example, really, of someone that couldn't hold a, a, jo- a real job.
0: So so what what led you to um, writing? I mean, you just mentioned which I, uh, you know. Had, had not known that you, you know, that I'm had this learning disability, but but what led you out of those jobs to, to writing crime fiction?
1: You know, I it's hard to really um, understand why uh, the writing bug hits you, um, but it, it definitely hit me. Um, like I said, I didn't read my first book till I was 23, uh, and a few years after that, I started writing, um, and you know, I remember the moment. Uh, I was actually just sitting outside. I had a weekend off from one of those mini-jobs I had. And, um, you know, a line came to mind, and I knew it was going to be the first line for a book, and it turned out to be. I wrote some small press books, um, 1989, 1990, 1991, and they weren't very good. Um, but And
0: were, were those were those um, crime fiction, or was it more literary? Uh
1: I would never be accused of being a literary writer. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, they were spy fiction. Oh, okay, okay, And um, like I said, you know, they weren't great books, mm-hmm. but it was a great experience for me sure. to uh, kind of learn how to produce a series. So when I came to this series, I, uh, I kind of knew instinctively how much to give the reader on the second book and the third book right. and uh, and how to pull in uh, readers that hadn't started at, at number one. So it was a great experience, but, you know, why? why the writing bug hits you is still there's still a, a, a big question mark um, um, I don't know you know I dove into I think because I started reading late in life uh, that I came to it with a kind of passion uh, that I might not have uh, if it had been easy for me or if I had started reading as a kid so uh, when I started reading, I was so passionate about it and uh, just consumed uh, with fiction with the idea that uh, people um, read for pleasure, uh, because it had always been a war uh, for me, reading. Um, and, you know, I think that, um, actually, I think it's, it's kind of served my writing uh, well, uh, even though doing read-throughs and editing is still hard for me, because you don't outgrow dyslexia, you just learn how to cope with it. Um, But it's served me well, I think. I've learned how to listen to people. You know, as a kid when you're not performing uh, the way that your peers do in school, uh, you copycat and you bluff, you do what you need to do to get by. And so I learned how to listen to my brilliant siblings who had a big vocabulary and were doing very well in school. God, I hated them. And uh, uh, so I think um, that's really served me well in being able to create authentic dialogue later. So, uh, you know, you you take the hand you're dealt with and do the best you can with it.
0: Sure. So, what has been the response to your your novels in Atlanta since?
1: Uh, it's been fantastic. I I have had so much local support um, uh, from the newspaper uh, there, from uh, television uh, there. Uh, so. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great place for, for me to sell books. And, uh, and you know, it's bru- when you go out on a tour, it's really brutal uh, because, you know, maybe a few people will show up, maybe not. Uh, but in Atlanta, I can really, I can really count on support. Um, people love uh, that the series is based in Atlanta. They love uh, recognizing uh, landmarks there. And it kind of makes it extra creepy for them because they're reading about crime scenes in, right. in areas they're really familiar with.
0: So, so obviously, I would, I would take it that the city is kind of an inspiration to you, and, and very much the, so. I, you
1: know, I'm really, I'm passionate about the South, and um, uh, I always knew I wanted to write about the South. And when it hit me that I could write crime and also write about the South, uh, it was, it was one of those aha moments for me. So. The city is very much a character in in the books, you know. And crime fiction has a long tradition uh, of, you know, place and and setting. Look what James Lee uh, Burke does, and what Chandler did in in (laughs) L.A. And uh, so um, it was. uh, Atlanta's kind of a natural for that. It's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous city Uh, with a history of, you know, some uh, some violence uh, there too.
0: So, so what is your writing process like? Do you, When you're working on a new novel, do you outline extensively, or are you more of an organic writer to kind of see where things go?
1: Well, um, I never outlined. Uh, you know, when I wrote The Stranger You Seek, I wasn't working off an outline. I had this story in mind, and I just jumped in. Um, once you're under contract with one of the big traditional <laughs> right. publishers, it's a different deal because they, um, you know, part of my contract is that I submit an outline and get the idea approved. Before I write the book, so it's a different world uh, for me now. I've had to learn how to outline, um, but I now see the benefits of that. Um, uh, it's it's kind of nice to have a, a roadmap. Um, so you know, now I kind of I write a first scene and a last scene. Uh, I title my books before I write them, and uh, and then I I only have to worry about 120,000 words in between. So, no problem right yeah
0: so so do you have a roadmap um for the for the series at this point in your head or on i do paper?
1: yeah it's not on paper yeah. but i i very much uh, do know where i'm going and in fact i've already started the uh, the third book don't talk to strangers will be out in february and i've already started number four uh, a complete stranger great it's obviously they're stranger in the title of every book
0: <laughs> yeah so so especially given your background and what we talked about in terms of dyslexia yeah. what, what advice would you have for um aspiring writers who who may be listening who want to have their own novels or short stories published
1: i i think that the best um i think pr- probably uh, the best advice is to just sit down and do it i mean there's just There's no easy way. uh, Uh, You know, there's days I feel like I have to tie myself to the chair. Um, You know, writers are kind of all over the place anyway. Uh, So sometimes just sitting and being still is the biggest challenge in in writing. Uh, But, um, you know, that story's not going to get done and that book's not going to get finished if you don't... um, really carve out a time and be committed to it and sit down and do it. And you know, as much as your family and friends tell you that they want you to do this and they're really supportive, <laughs> when you pull away from them to do it, you'll find out that maybe they're you know, not, a, not as supportive as you thought. So it takes a minute uh, for everyone in your life uh, to get used to. Uh, writing's a very solitary thing. Um, so you really have to be committed to making that time for yourself and, and just and just doing it. And you know what Hemingway said about first drafts, all first drafts are shit. Uh, they really are. And you have to give yourself permission I think to sit down and write crap for a little while right. and uh, let it flow. Try to silence that internal editor uh, that slows you down because you can fix it later. You know, It's easier to get some framework down and go back the next day and work on it than it is to wake up to a blank page.
0: Sure, an sure. And how can people um, find more information but about you online if they're interested, if interested and want we'll to find out more about your series?
1: There is so much information for me <laughs> uh, about me online. <laughs> it's a little staggering. Uh, AmandaKyleWilliams.com. Uh, all my books are up. Uh, there's a bio up. Uh, and... Um, Uh, The Random House uh, website uh, has my my books, and uh, there's a gazillion interviews out there now. Some of them good, some of them not so great.
0: Okay. This will be one of the good ones.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Amanda Kyle Williams, author of The Stranger in the Room, which is available in bookstores now, so grab a copy. Amanda, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you so much.
1: Really appreciate it. Great. Thanks.